This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. How has your week been? Oh, it's been alright. The, the the content just, just keeps coming. It never stops. Never stops. The internet just never, never stops making things. Huh. And it's very difficult to make things yourself when it just keeps, it keeps, it keeps happening. I don't know. I was scrolling through the internet just the other day and it stopped scrolling and said the end. Oh. Yes. Well, so don't know I know how you managed the, that. The Sounds like a glitch. <laughs> um, we're going to be watching a film tonight. Yes, we are. We are. It is well and truly still under wraps. It is one of those forgotten films that I received in a prize. So... Uh, it slipped in under the radar as being on the list of still under wraps, um, <laughs> which yeah reminded me that I still had it. So, hey, we're going to watch it. <laughs> I, I believe one one of the reasons given was that it arrived on Blu-ray when we did not have we did not have the that. option in fact, to watch it. Was it was a couple of years, I think, um, before we got a Blu-ray player. So, yes. Um, what is the film that we're talking about? The Trip. The Trip. Starring... Uh, Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon. Steve Coogan, of which you would recognise from... Would I Lie to You? I love how you finish my sentences. This is great. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously. Because I didn't know. And Rob... Brydon. Brydon from... I don't know. No, neither do I. I believe they've done a number of things together. Mm. And, uh, yes. So it's going to be British comedy mm. at, some would say, its best and some would say at its worst. Mm-hmm. And we're going to find out. We're going to watch this film uh, and then decide whether it stays on the shelf. But before we do that, Thomas, what are we in for as far as the blurb on the back of the disc tells us we're going to be? After Steve is commissioned by The Observer to review half a dozen restaurants, he decides to plan a trip around the north of England with his food-loving American girlfriend. But when she decides to return to the US, Steve is faced with a week of meals for one. Reluctantly, he calls Rob, the only person left he can think of who will be available on short notice. Rob, never one to turn down a free meal, agrees, and together they set off on a culinary road trip. Over the course of six meals at six different restaurants in and around the Lake District, Lancashire and the Yorkshire Dales, the, f- the brilliant comic duo... <sighs> it keeps going. <laughs> it does. Uh, there's going to be no point us watching okay, the film. yeah. It, it, it gets self-congratulatory at that point. I'm just going to stop. Right, because you hit all those weird names. Mm. Uh, one of our dear listener, 
uh, is actually from around that area. Right. Uh, near the uh, Yorkshire Dales. He's a Yorkshireman a, and recent uh, joiner of our Facebook group. Right. So he may or may not know what we're in for. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, let's give Thomas plenty of time to tackle getting the disc out of the case. There's no, there's no corners. No, Blu-ray discs have carefully rounded their corners to make it even more difficult to break into the case. Well, I mean no corners as in there's there's no corners on the cellophane. It's, it's a whole sealed package. I now know what to get Thomas for Christmas. There we go. But once you get in, once you get in, easy stuff. Yes. And disappointingly uncrinkly. It is. Does that even rate a cellophane? Hmm, don't know. Alright, so Thomas is going to open the case. He's going to take the disc out. He's going to take the disc out. <laughs> I'm going to throw boxes at him until he takes the case out. <laughs> I mean, the disc out. Oh. What? <laughs> What's wrong? I stole your only box. <laughs> I'm going to throw my phone at him. Um, and then we're going to watch the film and decide whether it stays on the shelf. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. We can't because it's still in the case. The, the listener. The listener is going to turn to side B. Well, at the rate we're going, there will be no side B. He's just sitting here, staring at the disc in the case. There's no reason for me to take it out until we've finished recording. Then I'm holding a disc case and a disc. We'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. Mongrel. <laughs> hey, Rob, Steve. Oh, hiya, how are you? Are you free to go away? Um, it's a job. It's a kind of a tour. Really good restaurants. Why me? Uh, Misha can't come and I don't want to go alone. I've uh, asked other people, but they're all too busy. So, you know, do you want to come? Should be two rooms under the name Coogan. We only have one double room. What do you think's going to happen? You might touch my bottom. Were you an altar boy? What do you got? What do you Heat in my scallops. Heat. Pacino. I've not heard your Michael Caine, but I assume it would be something along the lines of, My name's Michael Caine. You were so wrong. Michael Caine used to talk like this. It's not quite nasal enough the way you're doing it. When it gets loudly, it gets very loud indeed. And you don't do the broken voice. But it gets very emotional. Cheers. Taste of a childhood garden. Was there a lot of alcohol in your garden as a child? I'm sorry, Rob. They always say something like, Gentlemen to bed, before we leave at first light. No, they never leave at 9.30. <laughs> Gentlemen to bed, before we leave at 9.30. Ish. Ish. Don't you find it exhausting? Running around, chasing girls. I don't, girls. Go around. I don't chase them. Oh, dear me. But don't you find it a lot exhausting at your age? Everything's exhausting past 40. I'm with a short Welsh man who does impressions. It's not fun. Have you been doing drugs? Sex between two people is a wonderful thing. Between three, it's terrific. Pithy, vaguely amusing, a cry for help. 
you were to allow your child to have an illness, you could win Oscar Best Actor. That's disgusting. Not a, not a, what not... kind of illness? I want a room with a view. I want to see a tree. I'd like a vodka martini. Shake a butt stroke. She was only 16 years old. I directed the whole movie. Oh! Yeah. How's the trip been? I can honestly say it's one of the most enjoyable periods of my life. <laughs> Hi Hello would like to offer the following correction. In the previous segment, we were unclear on what Rob Brydon had done and said that Steve Coogan was the host of Would I Lie to You. We should have named Brydon as the panel show host and been confused by Coogan. Yes, yes. And whilst I was relieving myself, I was going to uh, uh, present an apology also. So we were both busy with the same thing, except that I was relieving myself at the same time. <laughs> yes. I was going to say that, hey, this is a first. We made a mistake during our podcast. (laughs) (coughs) Mm, The first. A first. Exactly one time it has ever happened and it is now. Yes. (laughs) Well, they are so similar. Mm. Okay, they're not. (laughs) One's Welsh. Uh, The other isn't. And one of them is the host of... Would I Lie to You? Yes. Ah, see, that's really what was going on there. Mm. Uh, we were, we were lying to you. <laughs> so, what do you think? Oh, that was all right. Yeah. Look, it was a bizarre film in that I, f- there were often moments where I really wanted to dislike it, mm. and moments where I really wanted to like it, and it almost felt deliberate, like we were being. Treated like a fish. Yeah, sort of reeled in and then let go for a bit and then reeled in again. Um, But, oh, look, it was... It was poignant. Mm. And I think that's what caused the discomfort in that they were being themselves and so you expect them to... just to be a laugh fest and, mm. a, and a poke fest and what have you. But you could also feel that how much that affected them as well. The, the, the camaraderie and the, the jostling and the, and the jealousy of one another even mm. um, for... For really obvious to us reasons uh, of, of pointlessness, but mm. but to them in the thick of things, um, you know, as outsiders looking in, we could see more of how how much if if they could just see a little closer to each other, how mm. how much, um, yeah, uh, I'm not making a lot of sense here, but yeah, it was good. To, to give a little bit of context to the film... Oh, you've done some research. A little bit of meta-context to the film, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the Trip, this film, is edited down from a sitcom that was released a, a couple of months after the film. Okay. Uh, which broadcast on BBC Two. Now, okay, that was nagging at me because I thought that 
I had seen bits of it in passing and th- didn't think it was a movie. Right. And that makes uh, interesting sense. Um, and I think that was also one of the things that was nagging at me that I would have preferred to have watched it possibly in smaller doses as a TV series. Mm. Yeah, it was a six-episode series, but one for each of the the days covered ah, in the film. Okay. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know whether... But, yeah, as I watched, it really felt like um, this in places is a long slog to have Mm. this constantly happening and possibly would have worked better as an episodic thing and and not binge watch it. So have a week in between, (laughs) like like the the olden days. Yeah. Mm. Um, And yet I still think that it worked as a movie. Mm. Uh, Hmm. And and they did the same thing with a second and a third series. Yes, uh, I did notice releasing that w- a film and and the series oh, a couple okay. of they months did, later. They did it that way as well. Okay. And there's a fourth coming next year. Right. Where do they go to in uh, the fourth one? I think there's a trip to Spain that they do, and I think Italy, then Spain, then Greece next year. Okay. It. That intrigues me um, because I'm still at a loss as to how I really feel about that. And yet, I'd have to wait a couple of weeks, but I could give one of those a go. It it, it was appetising enough to, mm. to want to, to watch more. So, hmm. Interesting. And I keep saying that word, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I really liked the um, surround sound mix in yes. some of the restaurant scenes. Yes, yes, um, and it it immersed you and then brought you back out, and uh, mm. uh, you know you're allowed to be sort of intimately hearing all of this stuff that nobody else in the restaurant could possibly hear. Mm. And then suddenly you're out of it again mm. and an outsider looking in rather than being inside. Um, yeah. And, and also um, th- there were sections on the road where you suddenly um, surrounded by sound um, and, and quite deliberately. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm still very much taken aback by how how deep and sad it mm. got um, the, the, uh, such an underlying tone uh, whilst they're, they're joking together that one of them has a, a life that um, is is solid to them and important mm. to them and even though um, he's enjoying the trip uh, he wants to to get home yeah. to where where things are really special, and the other hasn't hasn't got that. No, and going home is is not something to look forward to because it's going to be empty of all yes. the things that. Yeah, 
Hmm. I I want to talk briefly about about a really good gag <laughs> in the film. Um, the, we the, haven't. So uh, we've spoiled some things mm. a little bit, but uh, okay. This is a spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. So, so that that scene on 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 the cliff and in the valley. <laughs> Rob Brighton going going on about sorry no Steve Coogan going on to to Rob Brighton about the history of of this this valley and the limestone mm. and how a glacier came through and Rob Brighton doesn't care no so Steve Oops. Coogan goes up off comes to a cliff and meets an old man who does the same thing to him and he finds it absolutely boring yes <laughs> stop just stop would you oh dear yes um yes and so, so a, again a, a um a juxtaposition mm. uh, and the, the film was full of them uh, um yeah i i don't know whether i'm reading too much into it and whether i'm treating it as you know emperor's new clothes type of thing and seeing things that aren't really there. But it was hard to tell where the ad-libbing and where the improv started and ended and the scripted stuff um, began or, or whether mm. it was all all improv but this is the, the they knew the points that they wanted to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just really hard to, to gauge and, and again, totally unexpected. Um, mm. You know what else was totally unexpected? What's that? A Ben Stiller cameo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and those moments, those dream moments. Um, and, and I guess that also shows how clever it was that you'd been hit so many times with the the, the dream sequences mm. that you sh- well for me personally I should have known uh, yeah. this, is a, this is a dream sequence um, but very slow to click every time <laughs> it's, uh, yeah oh dear um, and look yeah it it had its uh, its language and mm-hmm. and what have you but look I don't think it was ever gratuitous. Um, mm. and, and maybe I'm saying that in that I was expecting a lot more and it just wasn't there. But um, uh, th- there was. Yes. You know, plenty of F-bombs, but... A uh, couple um, of Cs in one of the yes. dream sequences. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's it, it shall stay on the shelf for the time being. I, I, mm. d- again, it was a long film mm. that I think possibly would have uh, been more enjoyable as a uh, yeah. I, I I sort of grew to like it over yeah. the, the running time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once once I understood what pace it was going at. Yeah. And and I was happy with that pace. 
it, it was good. Yeah. Good show. Hmm. Quite a surprise. Yes. All right. So let's move on. What's on the show? You know it's probably DVDs. And we've had um, couple of couple of additions to the. Yeah. Uh, and we thank all those who have contributed to this segment. Um, and links in the show notes as to where you can contribute to guessing what's on our DVD and Blu-ray shelf. There's some interesting ones on the shelf that mm. I know of and there's been some interesting suggestions on the yes. list of how many are there now? Uh, 38. 38. There's some interesting suggestions there and some uh, thinking uh, well and truly outside the, the box and some sitting right in the middle of it. So <laughs> there's, there's some different tactics going on, methinks, um, a- aiming to get the high multiplier score mm. and uh, some just uh, trying to, to grab that low-hanging fruit and getting the points yes. that way. Well, while you were going on about that, I, You've I fed random.org the... Randomising random randomometer. Mm. And we have... Lee, who suggests Unforgiven. Lee. His name features a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to suggest that uh, we put a filter on the list. Uh, anybody who's got an L in their name uh, would be excused from this round, but uh, I forgot to mention that because I'm That's... still reeling from the trip. It's actually a few people. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, unforgiven. Mm. All right then. So, who shall we start with? Uh, let's let's start with me. Okay. I, I've not seen Unforgiven. You have not seen Unforgiven. I have indeed seen Unforgiven. I saw it at the cinema in the the hype time of that film. Right. And. I'm going to go on record and say that I'm not a real fan of Clint Eastwood. Right. As an actor or a director. And I've just lost half my listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, I just find him so-so. Right. And I think that's really how, in my heart of hearts, I remember, and, and that was very much a uh, Emperor's New Clothes right. moment. Everyone was raving about Unforgiven, and I, I think they still do. And part of me, possibly completely incorrectly, thinks that that is Emperor's New Clothes Syndrome. I... I I wasn't, looking back at my, my thoughts on it, and it was a long time ago, yeah, I, I don't know what people were, it, it was a solid film, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. So I have seen it, and, and you probably... And given your comments, hmm? it's, yes. it's, it's not on the shelf. It, it is suggesting that... No, it is not no. on the shelf. Um, that being said, I think there may be 
some uh, some Clint Eastwood directed films that are on the shelf. And in fact, I think there may even be some Clint Eastwood directed films that are on the shelf and still under wraps. Hmm. So there's a challenge for you. Yeah. So what you got to ask yourself is, do you feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so one point. One point, Lee, and absolutely no multiplier for that. But yeah, you, you keep raking them in. And, and well done and keep contributing and and uh, we're gonna move on <laughs> shake the phone and pick a film and then we'll watch the film next week right now Thomas is so, concerned yeah, I have, you, you were, I've hinted yeah that something odd is going on mm. um, if we are to look calendarily wise yeah with we're into we, December. We are. And I feel the need to follow the trend of uh, TV shows everywhere to have a Christmas special. Right. Okay, so what I have done... Uh, which, of course, uh, we do need to do before Christmas proper because that would collide quite heavily with with our usual recording schedule. That's right. Yes. In yeah. that if we were to record one, it would be on Christmas. Yes. And I suspect we might be giving that a miss. Mm. We, we might have a, a short Christmas break. Um, so this is why I thought, look, we need a Christmas special. So I have gone through and painstakingly put a marker on all of the films. Just just hang on. You, you're getting ahead of yourself. Wait for it. And I don't know how your app works, but uh, um, painstakingly put a marker on all of the films that are ostensibly Christmas films. Okay. There are a couple that um, some would argue are. Wait for it. Wait for it. Jeez. He's playing with his app. Um, okay. And so what, what I've done is marked all of the Christmas films. Right. And then, and he's brought them up and he's down at the bottom there, which is good. Stay at the bottom. Okay. Stay at the bottom. Okay. So I want you to scan that bottom line and uh, look, there, there aren't actually that many on there. So mm. the thing is, I, I know about the ones that are up there. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I was there so, when you bought one. That, 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 that's right. So, um, are there any there that you haven't seen? I have not seen The Family Man. Okay. And I have. So, that is that doesn't fall into the criteria of Still Under Wraps. No. So, keep looking. Well... well of the of the films marked here, yep. None of them, none none of them, except for one, except which for I don't one. think, <laughs> I don't think quite counts because I believe you were saving it for for something entirely unrelated. Oh no! Look, that that I I I I think we're going to use it. Oh dear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> This was a film recommended to me by a. Um, I I have 
helped produce ostensibly a number of films in the US. Right. <laughs> Short films mainly, including one that uh, starred the... Um, and his name has fallen out of my brain. He played the android in Aliens, who does the fancy knife trick. Um, anyway, so uh, I, I have helped produce a film which stars him, and everyone's shouting out his name, and because uh, he's he's quite famous. But uh, um, anyway. So uh, this person is currently uh, in preparation to film a a zombie type horror movie, right? And uh, and so has a Facebook page with a number of followers. And and suddenly somebody brought to everyone's attention on that that page of this film that sounds intriguing, and it was made a number of years ago. And I had to get my hands on it. So I haven't watched it. Thomas hasn't watched it. And we did get our hands on it uh, quite cheap. Mm. What, a couple of days ago? Yes, a couple of Friday. days ago. Friday. So, <laughs> so I, look, I think in the spirit of Christmas, it is still under wraps. We're going to throw it at you. And Thomas, what is the name of the one film that is a Christmas movie that neither of us have watched that's on the shelf? The 2017 film, Anna and the Apocalypse. Anna and the, the Apocalypse. And what does it say underneath the name of Anna and the, the Apocalypse that gives you some idea as to what type of Christmas movie it is? A zombie Christmas musical. A zombie Christmas musical. Um, so <laughs> that is what we're going to be watching next week for our Christmas special. I don't think it actually has a plot synopsis. Uh, neither on it nor the connected movie. Uh, but it is uh, rated MA for strong comedic violence, blood and gore. So, uh, look, I'm expecting a cross between uh, High School Musical, Rubber, <laughs> and um, World War Z. Right. <laughs> Or maybe more Shaun of the Dead, mm. which I haven't seen, and is not on the shelf. No. So that uh, no, that is the only one of the Cornetto trilogy I have not seen because it's it's not on any of the platforms. How rude! Uh, I have seen little snippets of it, and I'm very, 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 very tempted. So mm. yes. Anyway, so next week we're going to be watching. Anna and the Apocalypse. And, the apocalypse. and uh, it's our Christmas special. And I hope you can all join us. Immediately uh, followed by a not Christmas film. And then a break. And then a break. Um, <laughs> yes. So thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production. 
Hello. Hello and welcome to Still Under Wraps. I'm the only one here. He's dead. <laughs> thank, thank, thanks for the... Call that number. You know, the emergency number. Uh-huh. All the numbers are the same. There's three of them. Mm. One of them's a zero. Yes. Please be aware that in other countries, the emergency number is different. <laughs> Although mileage may vary, some places there's redirects. It's it's a mess. It's a mess. Just like our fruits. Yes, you'd probably be better off calling help. All right, are we ready? Sure. I'm not. Oh. My Why? lips are burning. I have pepperoni lips. Did you have a glass of milk? Um, no. I had a glass of hot chilli sauce. That, that's not how you solve that problem. Um, all right, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Is there anybody out there? <clears throat> hello, hello, hello. Is there anybody out there? Is there anybody out there? Oh, hold on, no. Hello? Is there anybody in there? <laughs> and then I don't remember the rest uh, of the lyrics. That's a bit later. There? Anyway, we just wrecked that song, haven't we? <laughs> Yes. Yes, okay. Yes, we have. One, there's, two, three. There's a certain level of drunk it's supposed to sound like, and that was up there. Yeah. Up there. Uh, up there. Podcasting is a visual medium. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> well, this isn't main content anyway. <laughs> I'm still dying. No one cares. No one cares. If you care... Please send large amounts of money to the number to on the screen. <laughs> That's right. The number on the screen. It's it's right there. Right there. See it? That number there. 